French artist Jean Dubuffet has been made famous in the 60s for his monumental sculptures and paintings using primary colors. It was also one of the first artists to look at art brut, artworks made by artists who didn't have any formal training. Arnie Glimscher, the founder of the Pace Gallery, which is currently showing Jean Dubuffet Théâtre de Mémoire, is telling us about the artist's practice and his personal relationship with him. Arnie Glimscher, you are the founder of Pace. Hello. Hello. We're here to talk about this wonderful show you have here at Pace and the relationship you had with Jean Dubuffet as you were quite close. Can you tell us how did you two meet? We met in uh, the mid-60s. Uh, I was a very young dealer and I wanted very much to show Dubuffet and um, a mutual friend introduced us. Dubuffet already had uh, a dealer. Can you tell us how you won him over? I think that I was very lucky that there was this great gap in our ages. Um, and Dubuffet had never really had a relationship with uh, his daughter. And I came along uh, adoring his work and something clicked and we had this special relationship. And I think that in some ways uh, it was a kind of father-son situation. And he was, it was the right time for him to find someone, and I was lucky enough to be that person. Théâtre de mémoire are works that were made in the last decade of his life, and they're very different from what we know maybe of Dubuffet. They look a bit hectic, a bit comic-like. Can you tell us about the creative process behind them? He was working with um, paper collage. Not surprising that at the end of his life he's making papier découpage and Matisse made papier découpage. In one of the passages, there's an image that looks like Matisse blue nude in one of the paintings. And um, he began to make these by cutting out pieces of paper with images on them, painting them, having stacks of, of options of different images. And then he had a metal wall in his house and he put them up with magnets. And he could build these images and tear them apart and rebuild them. And if there, there is a comic air, uh, sense to them, it's like the urgency of a comic book. And Dubuffet, of course, was always in a very anti-cultural position. So the more frenzied these works looked, the more less uh, polished these works looked, the more raw these works looked, the more they looked like works outside of society. Today, they look like art in society because he's, he's influenced so many artists and these works look so contemporary. There's so few artists today that can do anything like this, but he looks like now. That's exactly what I was uh, getting at. He was a very controversial figure, both as a man and in his work, is part of the establishment today. But maybe can you talk about Dubuffet as the father of outsider art and what was his own opinion about his work? Well, Dubuffet was interested only in art outside of society, made outside of society. Why? Because he thought that that art was pure, that that art was made out of an urgency to make art, not a commodity, but the making of a work of art. Whether it was psychotics or mystics or... Um, not children, because children, everyone thinks children's art was something he liked. He didn't, th that is a socialized art. Um, so his art was much more like primitive society's art. 
something that did not have anything to do with the culture. So I think he was, he worked urgently. Um, I don't think that he had great philosophical ideas and he had wonderful plans for the works. But when the works began, I think he was working like a bird building a nest. There was an imperative, there was urgency. He was making the works that he was destined to make. And they had nothing to do with an art market or whether people were going to buy them or not. He didn't need the money. And um, it, was, it was art for the sake of art. One of the last pieces, if not the last piece, is entitled Non Lieu. Non Lieu in French means when you have a trial and you cannot say if the person is guilty or not. Do you think that's a commentary on his own practice, on the art world, the art market? What does that mean to you? I think it's a commentary on his own, on his own um, philosophy of life. I think that Dubuffet said to me, you know, I have lived for 44 years and made art for 44 years. I've lived making art for 44 years and there is still no judgment. Question about his writings because that's a very important part of his life as well. Mm. How can we understand his work in the light of what he was writing? I think you can, but I think they're separate things. Dubuffet's philosophical writings are anti-cultural writings, uh, options for other um, states of consciousness, and, and they're very intellectual. But when the work is finally made, it's very intuitive. So he sets it up verbally, cognitively, but I think then it's all, all that is thrown to the winds and the work is made out of intuition, but based on the philosophies that he's established. Very last question, looking at the future, because Dubuffet is no longer here uh, today. Who do you think represents uh, now today, let's say, the offspring, the spiritual offspring of Dubuffet? Undoubtedly, it's Basquiat. When Basquiat was young, and I knew Jean-Michel very well, he would come to the gallery every time there was a Dubuffet show, or I would call him if a great Dubuffet from another period came in, and he would come and see it. So um, it's really... Uh, very funny for me right now that this rise in interest in Dubuffet is on the tail of Basquiat when Basquiat's work is actually on the tail of Dubuffet. Arnie Glimscher, thank you very much.